and you thought vinyl left. You're listening to the Vinyl Community Podcasts. Everything vinyl. Welcome back to Surface Noise. The show that we do twice a week because we're too lazy to do it every week. This is Concert Buddy. I'm joined by some familiar faces, but I want to kick it off with a new face. I'm so happy has joined us for the presentation, and that is friend of the show, Kevin, out of GA. Me, myself, and my vinyl is the channel. Kevin, thanks for joining us. Yeah, glad to be here. Awesome to have you. And then our returning champion, you've seen him before, you'll see him again, hopefully. Maybe this show will push him over the edge. Coming out of the Empire State, Arnaldo, channel is Fidelios underscore Frequency. How are you, sir? I'm well, thanks, Chance. Thanks for having me again. Always, always. And then Sans Red Beanie. Are you seeing a stylist? Jason Rojas. What's going on? Just growing it out. You know, growing it out. (laughs) (laughs) Delightful. Well, we've got a couple of uh, topics we'll talk about here for the first, uh, you know, hour or so and then we'll go into the freestyle but is, is there you have birds kevin is that what i'm hearing or is that children no it's my right next to us it's my kids and my dog in there so I'm, they're going to bed here shortly i apologize You're good. we'll play a game bird animals or children that's 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 a that's a fun game especially at that age because between the animals carrying on and the children I, i've been there i hear you all right so one of the topics that we want to talk about is reissue madness I'm sure people have seen the latest, hottest video on the Concert Buddy channel, some people. And I talk about my vinyl resolutions, and one of them is I'm going to kind of consciously uncouple from reissues this, this year. I'm still going to get some reissues, but the long and the short is I just I, there's so many reissues. Great time to be a record collector. I'm not knocking it for that, but so many reissues. And so the first topic is kind of in the spirit of my own selfish worldview. And I asked the panel, the dais, because there's some albums that I just, I, I already heard about their being reissued this year and I kind of just shook my head. <clears throat> and so I'm going to start this one with you, Jason. Which albums are being reissued too much? Too much? Yes. Wow. Too much. Do we need another Fleetwood Mac? <laughs> there's a lot of head going on. If you, that's, I got to do it for the, the visually impaired. Head shaking is unanimous. Okay, continue. Do you need another kind of blue? Do you need one? Oh, that was on my list. Nope. There's more head shaking. Man. Um, let me think well, of something. Maybe, this will, uh, maybe we'll have the answer to these two questions later on in the show, the file that I sent you guys. Oh, Arnaldo is deep teasing. Uh, oh, my God. Well, Arnaldo, you're going to run point on that one. So I'm... I'm I've got it all teed up so we can do visual. We're, we're ready. It's going to be, it's going to be a whole extravaganza. Well, I'm kind of mad in a way because these are Jose offered these and where is <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like Jose recommended where to go for dinner. And then he didn't show up. Yeah. We, it, it, go, go to this, go well, to this place. You should be glad that you left that uh, Austin record show. You know, you left early, right? We all went to Torchies, remember? Uh-huh. And then Jose, because we couldn't find him. So everyone in the peanut gallery, you're about to hear this. So 
we, you know, basically Nathaniel Mars, Chance and I, we had like great, you know, tacos and stuff and conversation. And then we come back, Chance has to go to the airport. So we say goodbye to him. And then Jose finally meets us and he goes, hey, man, I'm really hungry right now. Like, what? Where were you? We were texting you like an hour ago. And so I took him because I, I didn't feel like driving somewhere. So I took him to this, I guess, Mexican bistro across of the convention center in Austin. And I don't know the look on Jose's face. Like he, I don't know. He just, he was not happy, but I mean, we, it was the closest thing there. He, we weren't going to eat barbecue again. I, I, don't, I don't blame you. Now, now Jason, I already coming for you. Friend of the show, Louis Golden is coming in hot. He says, I know no issue is good enough for Jason, but I don't think I'd be into jazz as much as I am without the Tone Poets and Blue Note reissues. Also, ECM. How do you respond to Louis' hot take? Okay, should I say the same joke that I told you guys earlier? <laughs> hey, Louis listen, Golden. Listen, everyone put down your are... pitchforks, please. Put down your pitchforks. Go ahead, Jason. Right. Louis Golden, if you are on Kevin Gray's will, okay, and you can defend, you know, any tone poet, any blue note classic reissues. I'll tell you this, Louis. I'll give you this. I will be starting live streaming soon. We will do record comparisons between these reissues and the OGs. You can decide for yourself if I'm full of shit, you know, or the mastering sucks. Okay. So then you don't maybe have to spend that $20, $40 on the reissue. Like, let me do it. I'll be the fool to play it and then new, sell my new channel, the vinyl martyr coming after, you, <laughs> <laughs> right. you know, Oh, delightful. Delightful. All right. Well, let's go. Can you throw his, his reply back? This is a good one. Hang on. Louis says, maybe Jason should send me some OG. So, I <laughs> so Louis vinyl Santa may be good to you this year. If you, you know, Hey, I want to be very clear. Jason was also threatening us with vinyl Santa before we started. So I'm hoping this is not some kind of subtle thing about he's going to walk off a bridge one day and not tell us. So Jason, if you need to cry for help, I will give you a 1-800 number. Otherwise, please, please give it your own discretion. Thank you. I mean, to me, it's like, it's just an opinion, you know, it's not like I'm going to shut down Blue Note. Are you kidding me? Jeez. You know? yeah, Mark, it it, it's records, you know, it is just records. Everyone. Should take a chill pill sometimes. Mark Lassman says, I agree with Jason 100%. New ratios are a totally different sound. So there you go. So see, there are some shared opinions. That's good. It's good to see. Hey, Kevin. Yeah. What do you think? Or is there a title or two or a band or two that <clears throat> is reassuring too much lately? Where would you weigh in on this one? Um, did I see we're going to get a one step guest Gilberto again? Oh, uh, you just—that's—that's that's the one that started the hot take factory. I am. Okay. How many times do we need another exactly. guest, Alberto? For Christ's sake, stop, stop. So, yes. Uh, okay. How many? How many times may I interrupt? I love Joni Mitchell and Blue, but come on, Bernie Grumman just re redid it last last year, two years ago. You know what I think's going on, guys? Here, here, here's a uh, here. Put on the tinfoil hats. Remember Hollywood's kind of out of ideas. They're doing a lot of re they're doing a lot of remakes. They're a lot of mining some some intellectual property from the eighties. You know the Karate Kid season. Mean Girls. Do they really need to redo Mean Girls? Thank you. 
So I have, I have a suspicion we're getting a lot of the same lazy thinking when it comes to what to reissue. Now, again, I know licensing. I know there's a lot of different minutia behind the scenes. But I think there's some of that same lazy thinking involved, especially the people who plan these things. Barrier to entry. Oh, yeah, we can get the license pretty easily. We can do all that stuff. Let's just go ahead and do another Guess Gilberto. Let's just go ahead and do another Rumors. Let's go. I, I think, honestly, I think it's late. Like what do they call it in wrestling, lazy booking. I think it is lazy booking and a lot of these choices because there's so many records, and we'll get into it in the back half of this question. So many records I'd love to see either issued on vinyl for the first time, cough, cough, 90s, or reissued. They've only been issued once or twice. The list is long, probably endless. But come on, another kind of blue. Stop. <laughs> Wait, Stop. Who's, doing, who's doing kind of blue? No, I'm just I, I'm I'm, oh, okay. I'm speaking in general. You I'm know, threatening I, it. They're listening to us, so oh, you just right. wait. You just wait. Kind of blue with Miles Davis DNA in the actual wax. I mean, it, it's coming at you pretty soon. Uh, any other ones to add to the list, Kevin? Um, I mean, I love them, but I just saw they're doing uh two new uh, Terrapin Station and um, Into the Dark for the Grateful Dead, too. So um, I don't know if, I don't think they're like 30th anniversary editions or anything like that, or 40th, I guess it would be right now. But, you know, I mean, how much Grateful Dead do we need? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the studio, right? The studio stuff. I mean, there's there's boatloads. And, of, there's, know, endless boots. there's endless boots. Yeah, 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 so like the studio stuff, do we really need another, another reissue of those? So, so true. So Record Hound, uh, this is my kind of blue, cost me $5 in 2005. I, I believe it. Now, this, this is the one I was looking for, KRWD. Perhaps these guys making the decisions might be suffering from pre-Alzheimer's. <laughs> that would explain so much. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but I stayed at a Holiday Inn last night, and I work for a major label. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> Arnaldo, I know you've got to have something on this list. Well, I mean, I just – I just opened up the Atlantic 75. How many times do they have to redo Crosby, Stills, and Nash? <laughs> but this one's on 45, right? It hasn't been done before, right? Wink, wink, right? Or David Crosby, right? If I could only remember. They're all great albums. Or Deja Vu, really? Or The Yes, okay? Or John Coltrane, My Favorite Things. I mean, you could look at all of these on the 75, and you'll see that you know, they've been done. <laughs> they've been done, but uh, these are Chad's versions. Okay? <laughs> They're double 45. Trusting Chad, you know. Well, most likely the double 45 of you know? David Crosby. And that was one of the few that were actually analog. So we have Louie panhandling in the, in the gallery again. So he does he adds to the conversation here with a lot of those 90s albums you're probably thinking of me were recorded, mixed, and mastered in the digital domain, and the digital technology back then was not great. 2,000%. I agree with you. I'm, re I'm ready for him to be on vinyl because you can make a good record out of a digital source. Like it's been proven. If you go to the folks over at AIR, Again, cheap plug. I <laughs> wasn't going to bring them up, but sure, but it can be done. So then Louis takes, so then we have an exchange with, it looks like Mike, Desmond's Mike says, Louis at Will, the OG blue notes and the modern reissues are mastered very, very different. Okay. 
Panhandle Cuddy. Louis Gold. Oh, Louis Gold. here's another one thing asking here's for another your another one for the Jazz Bums. Jo, uh, Coltrane Olay. It's it's coming out twice this year. The Atlantic 75, and then it's coming out as a Jason, help me here. I know it's being done by either the Kraft. ECR? No. Is it Kraft that's doing it or is Kraft doing the small batch? I don't know. I, I could swear that it's coming out twice. It wouldn't surprise me. You just what, what you just said that you could have been making it up, Arnaldo, but it sounds I know they'll, yeah, they'll buy it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh hang on, Louis says he just picked up the seventy fifth Olay. So that's already so that's already out. So there could be another So it's Caesar. He's saying it's the Rhino Hi Fi. That's Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I remembered it. Yeah, Thank you, Caesar. Uh, so, you know, it's even it's even Rhino Atlantic themselves. You know, they're they're just like, oh, we'll put it out on forty five through acoustic sounds and we'll also put out the hi fi. Double dipping. Double dip I know it's two different products, right? Yes. Two thousand five is always going to sound better. Right? Oh, hang on. We, we break in some news here. I see. I saw the word leaked. Hang on. I got to, I got to retcon this. Jasmine Mike says, double check me leaked. Yes. The Rhino hi-fi thing is doing a stereo 33. There we go. So, well, it's not, it wasn't leaked. Patrick went on and just announced it. The guy from Rhino on the West. Oh, the AR guy. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, that's right. You're right. 2000%. All right. Well, the other side of this coin, which albums are being reissued too much. Hang on. <clears throat> Which albums would you like to see reissued this year? Arnaldo, we'll go back around the horn. What okay. I, mi- I missed out on the Jeff Buckley ORG. I'd like to see that reissued properly. Okay. That's the only one? <laughs> um, <laughs> the only one. Really? Uh, <laughs> come back to me in a minute. Uh, you're good. Jason, what do you got? So – like you were saying, like I love a lot of '90s music, and it wasn't released on vinyl. So there's a couple bands like Shudder to Think. If you don't know them, they were sort of like a, I wouldn't say hardcore, but I mean they came from that scene in DC. But they kind of switched into alternative, and they have like an album. I think it's called Fifty Thousand BC. Now that record, I can get that on vinyl. Like that would be amazing. Okay. Nice. Kevin, what do you got? Is there is there like a, a mega one? I wouldn't call it a grail, but like a wishlist record that you would just uh, I mean, you, you'd give a kidney for perhaps? I've been looking for Danzig too for a while, so <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I can't I, I can't justify spending I got I got the first one. Um but you know, I saw one that was somebody I saw one and somebody was asking like almost five hundred dollars for it. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah the Dan- Danzig well Danzig one is actually probably the cheapest of those four records, honestly. Right. And that's $300. So you got two, three, I, I think, I, was it two I just got? I got two or three from uh, from uh, Jim up at Radio Wasteland Records in uh, Michigan, Midland. And that was, I hate, I'm telling myself, it was 150 bucks. He knocked some off because of a scratch or whatever. But the long and short of it, yeah, why they haven't properly reissued that catalog. There's boots. There's a shit ton of boots on that, on that stuff. But no, that's a good one. Yeah, you can throw uh, Tool and MF2 in there. I mean, I think everybody wants, well, a lot of people want that one anyway. So. Yeah, isn't that it? That's a thousand dollar record, that OG. Which one? Tool? Tool, Anima, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. L- Louis, how many Diet Cokes have you had today? Louis says, what about To the Extreme by Vanilla Ice? <laughs> I don't know if this is fact or fiction. 
I know I, I can't answer that this has never been released in the US. The, only, the OGs are only overseas. I do know that. Well, much. that's not necessarily true. So he did a record before To the Extreme. Now that one's sort of hard to get. And that's like a private press in Florida. Now, why do I know this? I will not disclose this now. Come on. But, uh, Louie, if you want in the comments, if you want to see To the Extreme, I will go get it for you. It's. You have that, you have that, the European one? Uh, I don't, I think it was either Europe or Brazil came out with it. Those were the only two. Oh, man. So, Lou, if you really care, I will go get it for you. Uh, we'll see. Uh, you have to come up, and you will have to cry physically. No, yeah. we don't want to make anyone cry. We're we're a positive force for change, not a positive force for uh, tissues. Uh, we've got oh, so Trevor, Trevor weighs in here. He says, "I would love to see Twisted Sisters under the blade." That's not eighty dollars. Okay. I don't know why they wouldn't do something like that. Melinda Murphy is joining us. Oh. And I actually, I agree with. I know the second one here. She says we need an audio file version of "Wish You Were Here." She says, I need Back in 72 by Bob Seer, an expensive record. That one's on my list, too. That would be a good reissue, but hope to find an original. That's at least a $100 record right there. Yes. So that Wish You Were Here, there was the half speed done by Columbia, and I compared it to the UK. Now, that was a wild comparison. Um, the original UK kind of slayed that half speed, which hmm. I, that half speed of the Wish You Were Here goes for a lot of money, um, which I was surprised. So... Melinda, I'd say go with that UK. Try to go for a first, second, or even a third pressing if you can. Yes. Maggot brain, Leland. Yeah, Leland, Leland and I think we would. I'd, we'd I'd like to see that. This I, is know, I know probably you guys all have it, but I don't, so. Yeah, I do. I, I, have, I have an original and I have the 75 repress, Arnaldo, I'm sorry to say. Um, yeah, why do you need two? Chance. Why do you need to see <laughs> this is resolution, resolution number three? Weren't you going to slip down and get rid of the doubles? Not, <laughs> not, not when there's two different labels. You have the nice westbound with the multicolor, and then you have. I'll, the I'll take blue. the lesser sounding one. How about that? They both sound delicious. I think it's the same plate work. So I missed the uh, Eddie Hazel. I mean Arnaldo. You haven't heard a guitar until you've heard Maggot Brain uh, Eddie Hazel solo. I'm just saying. It's, Chef's kiss, chef's kiss. Don't buy the four men with beards reissue. That's straight. No, if anything, I'll buy the latest one because it's been tempting me. I thought we found that in New York. Uh, the Maggot Brain was that not there? That's no, like I, a I didn't get it. But you didn't find it with me. Oh, okay. All right, so you're getting called to the carpet, Jason. <clears throat> really wants to see the vanilla eyes, so we can. Well, I'll go through a couple more of his recommendations from refined folks, and then if you want to go get it to appease, we are our full service operation. So you ask, we deliver. Jason, can you go get that record? Can I get it now? Yeah, if you could. Okay. Thank sure. you. Actually, I'm, I'm quite shocked that you didn't leave that in storage. <laughs> <laughs> that he actually moved with it. It's one, of his, <laughs> it's one of his favorites. It's probably a pillow record. It's like, you know, he sleeps on the boxes of records. University of Final Tim is here. He says, we need Lindsey Buckingham's 92 Out of the Cradle, a masterpiece. Okay, yeah. I, again, you're that 90s. 90s 90s actually tim side note i bought a copy of the james taylor october road the analog spark mine came with a seam split i i, I feel like i just say that about every record lately so i'm returning it but i've got another one coming so wait where did you buy it so tim was on i believe westman stream and he had said hey heads up there's limited availability because analog spark went out of business right right and it, it was probably third party and so somebody had three copies and so 
I just happened to be watching that day is very serendipitous. And I went and ordered one. There's a cu- there were a couple others that were selling them. But- because I just saw it at a store over the weekend, that very same analog spark one. Mm-hmm. I think it goes for like close to $100. Yeah, I think it was like... It was- I, I don't- I think it was eighty. I think they were eighty is what was on Discogs when I because <laughs> I trust Tim, but I always like to just spot check it too, just to be sure. And, and where did you find this one? It was on Amazon. It was on Amazon. It was there was three copies left from one particular third party seller. I bought it. Same split. I always any of those analog sparks that came from Amazon to me. I also ordered the the uh, Blind Melon one. I forget one of their later uh, albums. But that one also came with seam split. So analog spark jackets, maybe not that strong. But anyway, Tim, Tim, Tim's one of those folks that actually listened to his recommendations. He's got a good taste. Great record, he says. Exactly. Uh, let's see. Who are some other ones that are on the wish list? Let's see. I saw some maggot brand we just covered. Who else has contributed? Boom, 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 boom. Oh, come on, folks. I know I'm seeing them. we got a lot of activity. Now, CJ... Parentheses, Professor Jazz Noob says plenty of shit in the 90s and early 2000s is tape. True. A lot of it's digital. But I think with the the, ma- the sorcery, the mastering sorcery, I'm not really scared about getting something that's digitally sourced on vinyl anymore. I know that that was kind of a taboo, or in some circles it still is a taboo. It's got to say AAA. It's got to say from the tapes. That doesn't scare me off if it doesn't do that. I just want a good sounding record. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, Caesar's got, he, Caesar's got links for YouTube video. I can't pull that up right now. Um, actually, side note, I see somebody, Russell brings this one up. It says, with the reissue of Marky Moon, I'd like to see a reissue of Television's third album, self-titled from 1992, never released on vinyl in the U.S., not counting for Men With Beards. I didn't even know they put that third record on vinyl. I know that there was Marky Moon. I know there was the Red Album, the second album, but didn't know that. And speaking of, Arnaldo was doing show and tell. You did get... Your Marky Moon, right? A fan? Yes. Okay. I only listened to side one. I just got it today, so I I was able to only listen to side one. Okay. I like how it sounds. I don't have another copy to compare it to, but I like how it sounds. Yes, I do hear the guitars. Okay. I don't I don't think the bass, at least on my system, is overblown. And okay. I do have a sub, subwoofer, so I, for me, it sounds balanced. Okay. Well, according to the tracking, mine is coming tomorrow. You know, we had this Arctic spill in the Midwest and kind of the Pacific Northwest. So it was a little too cold for postal uh, operators. So I, I've experienced a lag. I, I experienced a lag a lot lately. The Sabbath, Final Me Please, magically was held up somewhere. Marky Moon was held up somewhere. So I'm finally getting these records. I see them on social media. Everybody's like, oh, I'm so happy. And I want to be happy for you, but I can't. I'm jealous. i got to be honest. I, I, I'm I a little spiteful when I see that. And another one, Trevor, an impossible one. The process by Skinny Puppy will probably never happen. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Bre- oh, BK, Breakfast King of Loyola. I'd like to see reissues of the pre-isn't anything My Bloody Valentine records. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and we'll leave it with this. Leland, my man. Praying with the vinyl gods. You got to pray to the vinyl gods, but he's praying with the vinyl gods for a damage free copy of Marky Moon. Well, I'm with you. Arnaldo did say that when his copy arrived, there was some movement inside the box, which is always this record collector and many record collectors. Worst thing to feel when you do feel the movement as you pick up the carton 
because you know it wasn't packed tightly and safely. And but it, it did sound like they they did improve the mailer at least. Rhino at least is yes. It's like the caveman. They were knuckle dragging before. Now they're kind of in like a, a three point stance. And maybe maybe by the end of the year they'll actually use what now. Uh, what was his name? Patrick. He did utter the word whiplash mailers on the Westman show when they announced these next titles. Not a whiplash, is it? Mm, hold on a second. I'll go get it for you. Oh, man. Kevin, it's just me and you. I've, I've, I've chased these guys all. <laughs> no, we're ready. We're ready. Okay. Hang we're on. Ready. Oh, he's got it. Look Here at that. Here we go. Oh, look at this. Look at this. To the extreme, the Iceman. Oh, man. Look at that. Look at that. I mean, just right here. Got to get that picture of his haircut. (laughs) (laughs) That covers the one right here. Oh, look at that shirt. Parker Lewis can't lose everybody. Look at that. right there. Wow. I mean, Jason, this is one of those moments where you just got to take your cap off and salute your record collecting (laughs) acumen. Because this, honestly, this has been on my want list for a decade. It's one of my earliest entries on the Discogs. Yeah, EMI. Yep, that's it. Well, that's a, a special. Is that the is that the Brazilian? Yeah, that's the Brazil. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I've got the Look European. That number number. four juice to get loose, boy. Does <laughs> that, that have ice, ice baby on it? Of course. Yeah, it's uh, the lead track, side yeah. A. Go ninja, go ninja, go! Ain't th- I don't think that's on there. That's on the the the, the yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja. No, that's still that's it. Yeah, that's twenty oh. sold out. <laughs> wow! So as you were leaving, Jason, I actually Man, was. Louis, just come down to Austin. What's that? I got, I got Lu- <laughs> I think Louis just exploded his diet coke. He just, he just exploded in his hand. He was just so. Right. This means there's a lot of listening. <laughs> this is a blind spot in the UHQR catalog. He's been allies to the extreme. Right. Louis is losing it. He said, I was born ready. Holy shit. I need it. Would you sell that? I mean, this is, you, you may have a stalker <laughs> on your hands. You may not be able to live without the record now that you've shown it. it you exists. have to put Caesar's comments, please. This is the best one. Right? Oh, man. Jason, that's awesome. You got the fire. And then KRW's comment is the best, too. It's a good one. The hair is actually one solid piece of plastic glued to his head. <laughs> Look at that. So you can see that right there. I mean, I can't argue against that, to be honest with you. <laughs> wow. All right. You can stop making me big here. This All is right. So right yeah. yeah. Hey, listen. We, we, we want to shine a light on it. All right, Arnaldo, you got that mirror? <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Here's the mailer. All right, making you big. So this is the new and improved, allegedly Rhino. I know Tim said it was a good mailer too. I saw on his thing. Okay, better. It's got some wings to it. Okay, but look at—I mean, it, it was not loved in the uh, the conveyor belts. Then you open it. Okay, there we go. And it's right. the one that folds out like that. All right, so better. It's better, but um, I think it's a little too big. There you go. Well, they need they need to learn that the, the the nuances of stiffeners. Exactly, there weren't any. Wrap. Yeah, so um, I mean, I mean, they're a new label, right? I mean, Rhino and Warner. I mean, that's a new operation, so maybe they'll figure it out. It's a- <laughs> no, they won't figure it out. So you need to make a video for them, right? Take their mailer, take it. This is how I would pack a deer Rhino, right? 
Dear Rhino. A love letter to Rhino. I, I don't know yeah. if I can do that. That's actually a good oh, – hang on. I'm going to write that one down. Love letter to Rhino. This is how you pack records. There are videos out there, if you look for them, how to pack records. And that, they've actually made a big difference in how uh, – right. I remember when I started watching VC videos, like Ron Beaudry, he has like how to pack a record. Like it's an rock amazing Rock video. and Ronnie, rock and Ronnie, you know, he's got it. Uh Oh, hang on. Jazz Mums Mike says I was, I'm wearing something similar today. Skinny jeans are out. Well, that's true. Skinny jeans have been out for quite a while. Hey, I do want to really baggy. I mean, if we look at this, these are really baggy. Well, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, it, it was kind of like the MC hammer. He got a, a lot of, a lot of room, a lot of airspace, a lot of runway in that crotchular reason. So I remember those days. Now drop the needle records, quick plug. He said, first of all, I met him sitting at the airport. So I think that's vanilla. Really? Which era though, this era, or was it that later era with the dreads? Hang on. Are you talking about the new metal era? Cause I did see, I, I saw vanilla ice. He played a concert at a, a boot scoot. One of those kind of honky tonk places where they do line dancing on Saturday nights. He played new metal. Remember when he was trying to do like the Ross Robinson inspired kind of limp biscuit kind of thing. So he basically reimagined all of his catalog as new metal. I saw that. And, really? and it was $8 a ticket. So it was about price, right? What you would think. <laughs> anyway, Drop the Needle Records just started this channel and did a vinyl tag. So I want to give him a quick shout out. This is a, a guy who has a very 90s focused record collection, a lot of beasties, less stuff. So also has praised me numerous times. So the least I can do is turn the mirror back and praise him for being supportive of my channel. And then also taking the leap. There's a lot of channels, new channels that started this year. So I always want to give them a, a high five because as you guys can attest, we think about doing this for a long time and then we finally do it. So there is a lot of trepidation with that. So check them out, drop the needle records, sub them up. You'll be better for it. You'll be a better human being for it. I guarantee it. Do you want to know something right. funny about this record real quick yeah. before we switch over? Yep. The lyric, A1, A1A, right? A1A, Beachfront Avenue. I was in Miami, Florida, okay? And my friend's like, hey, look at that. I'm like, look at what? And he goes, A1A, Beachfront Avenue. We were in front of A1A, Beachfront Avenue. Not did cool. you take a picture? Did you come on? No, we did not. <laughs> we did not. I was like disgusted. I was like, what the hell? You're quoting these lyrics? You know? Everyone that goes with the Holy Coast, though. Yes. So, I mean, the Holy Coast of Florida, yeah. All right. I think we've killed this one. Again, we've made some real progress. We we had a vanilla ice to the extreme actual record showing. I think we, we broke the bank on that one. Now, one reason I wanted to have Kevin join us outside of being a friend of the show and and, uh, you know, actually, can I, can I tell us, Kevin? I didn't know this, but I, I found out that I actually sold Kevin a record. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know this because my, my Discogs handle used to be something different. Change it to Concert Buddy. I don't, I don't even know how we figured this out, Kevin, but so you, you remember? Uh, yeah, let me interject real quick. Um, your logo. It was your logo. Um, yeah, because I switched it to the Concert Buddy logo. You're right. Yeah. Right, but it was like – it's like the old wheel on the uh, – uh, what was it? The what can I think of the, the iTunes? Uh, not iTunes. The oh, the iPod. The iPod. Yeah, I don't mm -hmm. know. I couldn't think of that. But yeah, so it was like the wheel on that, right? And I was looking at it, and I'm like, holy crap! Yeah, do you remember what record it was? Uh, it was the Palace Nirvana Nevermind, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't overcharge them. I know what you're probably thinking, folks, that especially coming off of William the Flipper, I ch I charged a nice price. I didn't. I, I did get a nice return on, but I wasn't. I wasn't gouging, but. 
Well, yeah, I mean, this is both before you had a channel or even I had a channel. I think I was. I think it was. Yeah, it was. Tw- it was twenty twenty. It was a pandemic because that's how I was hustling for a little uh, side money. I was. I was. I was flip. I was doing what William the Flipper. If you've listened to the latest podcast, you'll you know what I'm talking about. Doing a little retail arbitrage, and my local would get some Palace. They'd get some One Direction records. They'd get some Taylor Swift records, and I'd buy a couple extra, and I'd sell them online, and then I'd buy their $200 Michael Jackson Greatest Six box set, or I'd buy, you know, it, it just it would feed my bigger record collection. Anyway, so that little segue leads us to part of the reason Kevin's here is Kevin's channel is me, myself, and my vinyl, and he's going through with a lot of us I think can empathize with in terms of reorganizing your record space for a lot of reasons, you know, like you move, uh, you've got too many records, uh, you know, you've outgrown the space, what have you. So Kevin's kind of in the middle of all of the above. And you're not moving. I, I should say that it's still your same home, but t- tell us kind of about what's going on and where you're at in that reorganization journey. Okay. Um, so first of all, I'm, I'm just lucky to have a dedicated vinyl space. I know a lot of people don't. So, um, it's a converted laundry room, so it's not very big. It's uh, it's like eight by six, so it's not very big. It's actually right through here. This is my wife's office. We converted. We did some uh, overhauling to our house, so I was able to uh, kind of chisel out a little space for myself. Okay. But in that process, I had two setups. Now I have one right now because we're still finishing up some places in our in our house. So I, I, I had two two setups in my in there and i just accumulated a mass amount of records i was buying and not really uh taking stock of what i was buying um guilty as charged i think we've all done that rookie move you know and um in my last video i just said you know don't don't sit up late and and drink and browse so <laughs> she knows so i ended up with some doubles and uh you know, just, just a lot of stuff. And in that space, you know, eight, eight by six, it's not, it's not a very big space. So is that um, bigger than a prison cell? I have to ask, I'm sure it's going to come from the gallery. Is a prison cell bigger than your listening space? Mm, I don't know, but you got some stuff on the wall. So at least oh. it, it doesn't look like it anymore. Fair right? enough. Fair enough. Do you have windows? Do you have windows? <laughs> yeah. So, um, it got to the point where I wasn't, cataloging stuff so i had bought some doubles like i said and then um you know i just got to the point where in that tight tight of space i really wasn't enjoying it so uh something I had to give i was not looking to do so wholesale changes but i needed i was like i need to get rid of a lot of this stuff because it's it's just stuff to me right now it's not anything i'm really enjoying um so do, would you say so it was I don't want to take the put a words in your mouth. Overwhelming to a degree because oh, yeah. I don't know so much and where to start and how to make sense of it all. Yeah, I mean, it was just it was yeah overwhelming. Um, I couldn't even get in there. I couldn't even move around. And really, uh, I, I mentioned this on my video when I was talking about it. Like, I had some friends over for my birthday, and they came over. Like, we want to check out some records. We went in there and three of us were standing in there and they're like, we can't even stand in here for, you know, we can't even stand in here. We're like elbows to elbows, just kind of like sure. too much shit. And they looked at me like, you got a problem. <laughs> like, yes, I do have a problem. So was there a hand um, on the shoulder moment where they just looked at you and the, and the, and the music played and they said, Kevin, no, they didn't say anything, but the look on their faces was like, dude, get a grip. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, that, that was pretty much it. I'm like, yeah, this, I wouldn't say well, I was embarrassed. It was just kind of like disappointing because I wanted to show them some cool stuff and I couldn't find anything. 
Um, so like half of my stuff was cataloged and I can have it on my shelves and then eventually it just became stuff where I was just stacking stuff. So, so including um, mailers, right? Cause you had endless mailers that were also complicating the space too, right? Well, yeah. I mean, mailers are like twice the size of records, right? You got a front and back and record and mill. So uh, I had a bunch of packaging stuff in there. Like I started gathering some stuff to sell and then it got lost in the shuffle. So, um, you know, I bought like two looking for the, the better one and then I was going to get rid of the other one. Right. Or chance like you, you kind of alluded to, like I bought two of the same record thinking, okay, well I'll sell this one maybe later now down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not just to supplement like my, my addiction, if you will. Right. Yep. <laughs> feed, feed the monster. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got to, got to a point. So, I uh, made a video and I was really happy with some of the responses I got. A lot of people gave me advice about what I need to do. Number one was uh, stop buying. <laughs> Shocker. Uh, uh, stop buying, right? Uh, well, I did get, I got, and it kind of came to a head. I did get a, um, you know, uh, a Led Zeppelin RL too. So uh, that was like the last one that I bought. I'm like, okay, I'm good for now. I, I can, it's not, it's, it's a player copy. It's not, not, not really clean or anything, I mean, but it plays well, and I can definitely hear the difference. We call that a placeholder. It's a, it's nice to have sure. one. You can always look to upgrade. I appreciate that. Correct. It, well, it doesn't skip or anything, so it's 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 really good. So so it plays through. Um, but that was like okay, I'm good. I need to I need to now take stock, get organized. Um, those U-Haul boxes are great. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, boxes. well, even in that first video, which I'm glad to hear it got a great response. I think you got what over a thousand views plus, right? You got a even it more than it's like four thousand views, which was like I mean, yes, of, let's go. Let's go. But I don't I, I don't know where all those views came from because I mean I think I have like two hundred and fifty <laughs> subs or something like that. So no, that's but great. But no, I think, gods smiled on me that day. Well, one thing I picked up from that video was it sounded like you're kind of at a crossroads because you're like, what do I do? Because it sounded yeah. like it, it actually taken the joy out of the hobby for you to a certain extent. Because you're like, I don't even know where to start, and I know, I know, of course, I, I could hear it. I, you know, I, I think I even tapped in something there too. But I mean, that it, that's got to be pretty daunting because you know, it's all it felt like and it sounded like you're just like, I just should I get rid of all this? That was a consideration, wasn't it? It wasn't all of it. it I was going to definitely hang on to some some stuff, but it was like I I can't deal with this. Like it's not enjoyable for me to be here and that's what that's was the tipping point i wasn't enjoying it and i do have other hobbies like i don't i don't fill my time with just just records like i like to mountain bike and cook and i got kids and a coach and that sort of thing so sure. my time was very limited and i just looked at him just like Ugh. you know so um but moving forward you know the responses were good i started um, I had some time off over the holidays and started digging through some stuff, catalog just about everything. And then I was like, I can pull this. I'm going to put this on. So I, I separated into three piles, keep, get rid of, and then, you know, on the fence. So I'm going through those right now and listening to them. And that was another thing. I started listening to my records again, which was, was awesome. Yep. You know, um, you know, as I was going through stuff and cataloging and looking to see what presses I have, because if I'm going to sell it, I want to let people know what I have. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I was doing that, I was listening to everything that I have that I hadn't gotten to or some stuff, you know, so it was it was good in that aspect. And I got to, you know, touch it again and feel, feel it and like, OK, making progress. And now I'm kind of reconnected with it. So it's energized me and I feel good about it and, you know, just just making progress and you know, re-engaging with it. 
No, it's great. That's why I think it's a, I think it's a, it's a good story. I mean, we're not, we're not finished with the story yet. It's still ongoing, but just for the simple fact that you reconnected, you started listening to the records you had, which I think that's one of the things I'm really going to try to lean into this year. Um, Got a couple comments. I mean, I I got probably, I probably got 150 records I haven't even opened yet. So, I mean, still to that point. So, I got, I got time, and once I get through those, then yeah, we'll start maybe buying some, (laughs) getting rid of some, obviously. I don't like multiple copies and stuff. Well, Record Hound Darren says, I can empathize, Kevin. Purge underway here. So, you got other people kind of probably walking a similar rope. I know Darren. When he was on our stream a couple weeks ago, I think it was in December, maybe he would he had just giant stacks, and he was just kind of this divide and conquer. So it, it can be pretty daunting, especially if you've just been collecting, collecting, collecting. Um, yeah, Melinda, Melinda Murphy says that's a good question. I'll throw it to our to our dais here. How many records would everyone say is too many, and when do we get labeled as having a problem? Well, is there? I don't know if there's a number, but I think that uh, and Melinda, you did a video I think about this where you had friends come over and. They probably, I think that one friend posed this question to you, if I'm not mistaken. So, Arnaldo, as somebody in New York, where space can be limited, finite space, do you find yourself kind of going through some of this? Like, maybe I need to start paring things down. Is that something on your radar? Where, where, can you empathize with Kevin's plight? All of the above. Totally. I have, I, ha- I have a, I have a problem. In the sense that, unfortunately, or fortunately, I work for a record label, and I have a let's just say a feed <laughs> of records that probably I really I have again I probably have at least fifty to a hundred records that I haven't opened yet. Oh my gosh! Only because they were free, and I'll, I'll get to it eventually. I'll get to it. I'll get to it, and I still haven't gotten to it because. I'm buying records that I'd rather hear before listening mm-hmm. to the ones that I got for free. Sure, sure. So, and that's not good because why did I get them if I'm not going to listen to them? So I, then I start, even some I'm familiar with, but others are just artists that I want to explore. And mm-hmm. at that point, then just because I got it for free doesn't necessarily mean that I really need to have it. True, and they're taking up space. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and you don't have to answer this honestly. We can and, get- and just to, just to answer Melinda. I don't think as long as it brings you joy, whatever hobby you do, as long as it's still enjoyable, then keep on enjoying it. If I had a bigger place, I probably would have a room twice the size. And I probably within a year probably fill it with all the records, right? So it's it it'll keep going as long as I enjoy it and I enjoy listening. But one of the things I have to say that time is limited, at least for me, in a day. And I probably don't get to listen to all the records that I'd like to listen. That's why there's stacks of records that are still unopened. So I would say I'm getting to the point where I have to realize because also, I'm in the same situation as Kevin. My room is, I don't know where stuff is because I'm just putting it away and I really need to reorganize and take inventory of doubles that I want to sell off for, yep. things that I don't want to have anymore. So, 
So Jason, as somebody who is licensed in multiple places, you have, you, have, you have space. I mean, I do see there is a little bit of space in your domicile. I haven't been there because I left your Austin early. Well, I, I feel bad. Like you should have came over. We could have listened to like Led Zeppelin one turquoise and you would have made up your mind. It's another but, time. As Louis Goldman would say, I need to come to Austin this year, even though I'm trying yeah. not to. So can you put Melinda's uh, last yeah, her, yeah, Yeah. So Melinda says, yes, a friend asked me when this madness was going to end. How many records does it take for other record collectors to think we're crazy? So, Jason? I'm going to show Melinda the right record where your friends think you're crazy. Okay, here we go. Okay. Now, this is the perfect record, okay? Okay. <laughs> when it becomes crazier, when you think like this, does everyone see the half speed here? So, okay. so, so for the visually impaired, he's now holding up not one but two copies of Billy Joel, The Stranger. One looks like a record uh, station copy, and now he's got the half speed mastered copy of it. You know, you could give, you could give one to Mazzy. I'm sure he'd love it. <laughs> the white label promo really sounds bad, and it's mastered at Sterling. It turns out like this is the copy that you really want to own. <laughs> okay. So we will compare this. I will lose some subs or views. I'm okay with it because <laughs> we'll just listen to the stranger, right? Fair enough. Yeah, I, I do have to do a cheap plug. I do admire the hustle. Dave, the pickup artist, says, whatever you do, check out Psychedelic Sunday. I know that's his program. So I, I got to appreciate the hustle. <laughs> Thanks for giving us a view. <laughs> oh, hang on. hang on. We got a little back and forth. So Melinda says, where's your MoFi, Jason? No, I'm I'm done. I'm off that train. I'm off the MoFi train. Wow. Dude, the train three left. issues, right? We talked about earlier three issues. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little bit off the reissues. It has to be. I won't buy them blind anymore. Like I have to read some reviews. You know, I agree. Because eventually, a reissue could be better than the copy you currently have, but you just have to make the effort to get rid of the copy that you don't like as much as the new one that you bought. Right. <laughs> That's this is. It. Yeah, Brad I mean, it, says, "Yep, Jason has a problem." Confirm. <laughs> I mean, that's especially true with those Miles Davis MoFi's, like, and then that BMP, the box set, and I own the originals. I did like a three-way shootout on that. The MoFi Miles did not compare to the VMP. The VMP is actually closer to the original, but it's better than the original. Why? Because it's new. It sounds clean. Like, there is no, like, no fill damage or anything. Like, there's a reason why that thing's sold out, you know? So Melinda says it's painful to let go of original. So Jason, I think I know how you'd reply to this. What would you say? I can't let go of the stranger here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a white label promo. I was trying, listen, I was trying to tee that one up for you where you can, you, you can go to one of your bully pulpits of uh, oh. originals over reissues. See, come on. Where, and then now put breakfast King's comment. Hang on. Oh, <laughs> Jason. That's <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, So I should have started. I'm I'm the worst. Sorry, Jason. I'm a bad host. There's there's actually, this is a good thing. There's so many comments that it's uh, it's hard to find this comment. Anyway, we'll pretend that I found it. And there there it is. Yes, Jason has a problem. There it is. (laughs) Good stuff. All right. Well, I think we beat this topic. We beat all these topics up death. Now we have one more. Do you guys want to get into the, the luminate list or do you want to save that for the freestyle? I'll kind of let you guys hear the shit. 
Ronaldo, you're the one that had the list for us, and I have it queued up. We want to show it. But I don't know. I mean, if you want to, or we could save it for later. <clears throat> i save it for the freestyle because this would probably be a good, nice, nice, clean place to end it for the podcast, and then we can go into freestyle. And you know, Jose, Jose, Jose might have left that sperm bank, and he may be in a in a, <laughs> in a set eleven. You know, because he's 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 been on location. If you've watched this show before. Jose is a man of the people, and he's walked through a, a parking lot while he's been live streaming. So we want to give Jose the opportunity to hop on here. Let's see if we got any more comments before we wrap up this part of the uh, show. Oh, hang on. Leland is also – we got some more panhandling going on. Leland is asking, who's got a master of reality VMP I can buy off of them? I think you're going to probably get a lot of uh, blank noise on that one because I don't see people giving that one up too easily. Just wait. I need to get my uh, vertigos out of storage, and then uh, we'll compare them. So if I don't like that BMP Leland, like I think you can text me in RAM, you know. Just like you, just like you don't like that Stranger White Label Probo, right? <laughs> I mean, let's look at this again. Let's take a deeper look. Yeah, we gotta make you big here. This we don't have to make me big. <laughs> oh yeah, we do. Come on, look at that. Oh my gosh. All right. That's enough. This is, <laughs> this is not even the Attila record. That's the better record. Come on. Now. It's not even a Hassles record, which is, you know, or either. There's two Hassles records, right? So, yes. Yeah. So, Leland, I think you have to wait for the repress. Now, I will say, I told Arnaldo this before because we kind of commiserate on our vinyl me please miseries when, <clears throat> when we get them. My Master of the Reality showed up and I was very excited. I got that and I, I got the ZZ Top uh, Trace Ombres. ZZ Top came, no problems, no splits, wash it, everything. Of course, the one I was really excited for, as soon as I pulled out the package, a nice, fat seam split, which, you know, I wrote them. They were going to send me a replacement jacket. Shout out to their customer service. But I hadn't even played it yet. And so I washed it, and I put it on, and you processed it. I, I did. <laughs> I did process it. I, I, I was out. I was out of the lavender turgicol or whatever they call it, turgiclean or whatever it is. But um, turgicil, turgicil, turgiflor. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, turgiflor eater. Turgiflor. Um, yeah, turgiflor. No, but I put it on, and and the first track about halfway through, revolution. And I was like, hang on a second. I've already gave this a degrader ultrasonic. What's going on here? Stopped it, looked at it, and it looked, it, there was literally a gash, like a, 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 a physical scratch. So, um, and I know Rocco Richardson, piece of vinyl, he had some scratches on his too. But, um, and Arnaldo, maybe they, they ran you through this gamut too. If you have a, a play issue, they, they make you take a video of it. And send it to him, which I don't mind doing. I think um, Acoustic Sounds made me do it when I got a bad uh, UHQR once. But trying to get the stinking the, si the size of the attachment has to be so small <laughs> that it's like I had to edit a video because the non-fill that I had on mine was in multiple parts. Yeah. And because I wanted to show that it was in different parts, I had to edit the video because I couldn't play more than 30 seconds of it. Right. Like, not even a 30-second video you can upload. And so I was wondering, because it, it, do you think that's like a hurdle that they make you go? Like, I, I get the logic behind it. Like, you don't want people scamming and saying, oh, my record didn't show up. Send, and they don't want to send it willy nilly. Right. I get it. But to get this file, I think it was under 33 meg or whatever it was. Like I was, I was, I was texting Arnaldo. I'm like, did you have to do this? Like, I'm literally zipping the file because you want to get it enough where it clearly plays 
what you're trying to demonstrate is the issue, but yet getting it where you can transfer it, there's not like a, a Wii box or a Dropbox or something like you're trying to email it. And if you have free public email, they don't give you a lot of size parameters. So I started thinking to myself, I'm like, maybe they do this on purpose. So people like I was getting get frustrated and they're like, the hell with this. I, I don't know. I, it's it's tin, tin foil hat theory. I got to be honest. It ended up working and they're sending me a replacement. So I look forward to that. But anyway. Oh, they didn't give you the line. We're out of stock and we don't have any. You have to wait for the repress. No, knock on wood. I, listen, I did it last night. I wasn't going to even get, I wasn't going to leave it because that's what happened to me with the Interscope Dr. Dre album is I had some issues with it. Like when it, it you know, long story short, it, they didn't reply to me for like two weeks. And then they put their third party, uh, I guess, fulfillment insurer on it. And by that time, they're out of copies. I was furious because I literally jumped on this. And because of their petulance, Interscope, I'm looking at you, they don't have any more copies. So anyway, first world problems. What can you say? All right, well let's 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 get into the luminate list in the freestyle. I see I see Jose is in a car now. Oh, Jose, Jose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm outside of a of a burger joint in a car. That friend is born. It's uh, letting me have his uh, car for uh, for uh, for this. Hello. So hang on, you're in you're in your fr- is your friend with you? No, they're inside. Look, there's a, a burger joint outside. Okay, so so you stayed in the car. They're eating. Yeah, he's he's hanging out. Yeah, you, they're eating. They're enjoying their nice hamburguesas. Yes, and you're yes. live streaming with us fools. Well, well, two things. First, I, I'm gluten free, so they don't have any gluten free uh, burgers. Bun, I know that for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I didn't bring my bun, Chance. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to back up here. So when I met Chance and Jose, we I took him to a burger joint, and Jose Moreno. He pulls, out, he pulls out a bag of buns, gluten free, and I'm just like, <laughs> shout, shout out to Pan Gabriel in Monterey, but the best gluten free bread. But, I had to uh, do like a double take, and Jose was worried, like, are they going to kick me out? I'm like, I'm pretty sure it'll be fine, you know. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's uh, it's uh, it was worth it. It was worth it. So I'm going to piggyback on Jason's story because I think it was the day before. Jose and I were together and we went to in and out Burger. Okay. Yes. And <laughs> Jose brings in these buns <laughs> and he goes up to the counter and he's trying to explain to them. He's like, Hey, I'm gluten free, which, okay. They're like, they're, they're, they're processing. Yeah. I'm gluten free. Um, I brought in my own bun. <laughs> Can you guys make my hamburger with this? And, you know, obviously they can't bring it across the counter. They're like, no, we can make it and then give it. He, you know, so it was like a, about a five minute exchange. This young lady, this poor college student who's at in and out you know, working. She's just trying to figure out how to make this work because Jose is very sweet about it. And he's like, I'm gluten free. And she wants to be helpful. And he's got literally a bag of buns in, in his hand. <laughs> Yeah, but but it was it was something else because I think it was because I couldn't give it to her because the whole thing was gluten like infested. So they were like, "I'm not gonna have any of that." Wait, is is this thing even charging? Oh, it's not charging. So Jose, we're gonna close this part of the pod and we're gonna freestyle. Right. So why don't you figure out the charging thing and jump back on? All right. All right. All right. See you in a little bit. I mean, you just can't make that up. I mean, this is this is what they call live television, except it's not on television, but we are live. So anyway, well, let's go ahead and close this. I would do want to shout out Nick Pantasy. He's on the Mount Rushmore of nice guys. And we actually this 
this is a good way to close. What would you guys say is the Mount Rushmore of nice guys in the VC? This is a great way to, to close this segment. I think my, my Mount Rushmore is Nick. It's Steve Carlson. It's Felipe, Jasbon Felipe. And then I'm still trying to figure out that fourth one. You guys have any nominees? I mean, I know she's here, but Melinda. Melinda would be, yeah, Melinda is extremely nice. That, that would actually probably make a great quartet. Done. Any other honorable mentions? Because this is the time we want to we want to be positive. We want to be a force for change. We don't want to make people feel bad by being on the presentation. <laughs> Chance, we're not going to have the the service noise awards. Okay, we're not going <laughs> to. We're going to have maybe twenty twenty four. I don't know. We need a bigger budget for that. I, I, I'll have to do some fundraising for that, but we'll see how it goes. What's the pri- right. What's the prize going to be? A scratchy. Got it. Surface noise, scratchy. I get it. I was intentionally not responding because I want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have the crickets uh, drop. Let me see. I, in our budget, we don't we, we don't have that sound. Here we have this one. Yeah. <laughs> where's the, where's the record scratch? I do have a record scratch. You know, I, I do. I'm starting to amass a nice little library of these drops. Yeah, like the needle, like the needle. <laughs> So that's like rewind. That's the tape rewind. Wrong one. Yeah, hang on. I got uh, like that. And yeah, everybody hang stops. On. Here it comes. You ready? Look at there that. Yeah. Well, listen, if you guys stick around for the freestyle, which I would encourage our gallery, the folks who have joined us to stick around, we, we're going to get in some more topics. This is the pod version, the pod lead in for Surface Noise. I want to thank my guests, Arnaldo Fidelios underscore frequency. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Chance. Thanks, everybody. Jason Rojas, owner of To the Extreme by Vanilla Ice. Thank you, Chance. You know, A1A, Beachfront Avenue. I will not be surprised if Louie makes the long drive to Austin and potentially murders you. So good luck with that. (laughs) And I want to thank special guest Kevin from Georgia, me, myself, and my vinyl. Glad we could do this, my friend. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. and It was fun. Awesome. And that was another trip around the turntable. Thanks for listening to Vinyl Community Podcasts.